Psychics with SwineZ and Napoleon. Hello everyone, welcome back to I Like It with me, Swineshead. I like it and I'm here with Napoleon. Napoleon, do you like it? I do like it. I like it. I also like it and this week we have quite the roster for you. And by that I mean we've got two big ones out of four. Mm-hmm. So what have we got, Napoleon? Uh, we've got uh, our lesser ones this week are mobility scooters and uh, police interrogation videos. And our big ones... Wait for this. Drum roll, please. Potatoes and Noel Edmonds. Incredible. So if you can imagine Noel Edmonds on a mobility scooter being interrogated by the police whilst munching on a raw potato, that's about the size of this podcast. What that? What an image that is. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's absolutely... As, as Bernard Matthews... Uh, or is it Bernard Manning? It's Matthews. Bernard, as Bernard Manning used to say... It's beautiful. What do you think Noel's got arrested for? Uh, probably for uh, killing that bloke on the Late Late Breakfast show. No, he got away with that. It could be for not paying his TV licence. He famously didn't want to do that, did he? Murdering Mike Smith. Can you arrest people for not paying their TV licence? Uh, you can, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just go around the house say you're under arrest. You're you a dick, know- mate. Do you know anyone who's gone to prison for not paying their TV licence? Uh, yeah, no, I don't actually, know. Well, Maybe it's, it's a myth. I think it's all a load of baloney. Uh, do you know what I was doing this morning? Uh, well, lots of exercise, I imagine. Uh, well, uh, there was plenty of exercise, and then that was followed by me taking part in a topless photo shoot for a new calendar. Is that right? What's the calendar? <laughs> there was me and 11 ladies and uh, we were getting topless for a topless calendar for Christmas. And what month are you? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Mr. February. Okay, what's... Have you got something in common with these ladies? Uh, well, we all had our tops off. Well, I mean, it's usually like firemen or women from the WI, that sort of thing. No, it was just, three, uh, it was just 11 women with their uh, boobs out and me. Okay, who's paying for this calendar? Alan Sugar. Okay, for the first time this week, Napoleon, what do you like? Potatoes! Wahey! If I'm not mistaken, that's a big one. It is a big one, mate. It's one of the biggest ones of all. If you consider something big, well, this is bigger than that. It's a big one! What on earth was that? That was a big one's klaxon, because we are taking on the potato, just one of the biggest topics in, in mankind. Right, and it deserves, uh, uh, yeah, it deserves its own klaxon, that. I agree with this. I like that. I like that too. Um, so tell me about potatoes. Uh, right, well, I've written a speech, uh, actually, which I'll do now. In fact, no, I haven't written a speech. 
thinking about it, I've done a song. Oh. Well, actually, I did this song about uh, ten years ago, but it's uh, it's very relevant to today. Shall we hear that now? Yeah, Maestro, take it away. Take it away, lovely. I'm flying along on the potato of love. The potato is a winner. I'm flying along, and then later on, I'm gonna have it for my dinner. Oh, the potato of love spreads its love all around To all the lovers loving one another The spud flies around spreading love on the ground To your father, your mother and your brother Oh, we're flying on high, a potato in the sky The biggest spud you've ever seen It's spreading its love when it's time to say goodbye I'm gonna smother it in beans Oh, the potato of love wants a world filled with love. It doesn't want us to be single. It may be a spud, but it knows that love is good. It knows a human race should mingle. Oh, it knows a human race should mingle. Yeah, it knows a human race should mingle. It knows a human race should mingle. What a beautiful memory that is. What a beautiful song. Did that one trouble the charts? Uh, I think it got to uh, number three in the Albanian charts. Yes, I do remember the people of Albania took that to their hearts. Um, they did indeed. And you're right, that is quite a relevant song for these times, isn't it? It is, because well, you know, at the moment we're all supposed to be keeping apart from one another because there's this virus business going on. However, the potato of love would prefer it if we all got together and caught the virus i think that's what it is that what it's all about well it says that it wants us to mingle the bit that got me is it's flying along this potato yeah it's a flying potato it's a flying potato has it got other human characteristics has it got eyes and a it's mouth? got a, it's got a soul it's got a soul uh, it's a potato with a soul. It's got a soul, which, which, if you think about it, then makes it horrifying that I'm going to have it for me dinner covered in beans. Yeah, that's quite a strange little twist to the song, but let's not let it trouble us. Yeah, exactly. Don't imagine the horrifying image of a potato with a soul being eaten by me covered in beans. I mean, that wouldn't happen anyway, because I don't like uh, potatoes covered in beans. Do you not? No, I don't, mate. When it comes to jacket potatoes, I don't know if I've told you this before or not, I have one thing on jacket potatoes, butter and salt. No cheese. No cheese, no cheese, no tuna, no beans, none of that. That's just weird. Um, But that brings me to my feature. I'm going to list all the potatoes, and I want you to tell me if you like them. All the potatoes in the world? There's about 4,000 different varieties of potatoes. This is going to take forever. You've pointed out my error there. It's not the uh, different kinds of potatoes or varieties. It's the different formats of potato cooking. Ah, right, I get you. Right, I'm on board. Is this a quiz? No, not really. I just want to know if you like them. Right, okay, go on. Potato gratin. Uh, I don't know what that is. Okay, baked potato. I like it. Mashed potato. I like it. Dolphin was. I don't know what that is. Is that a dolphin? You don't know what dolphin was is? No, I know what a dolphin is. You're not even qualified to do this whole item. I am. I've watched MasterChef. Carry on. Potatoes Duchess. I uh, don't know what that is. Oh, for God's sake. Roast potato. I love a bloody roast potato. Who doesn't love a roast potato? 
Uh, fools. Uh, chips. Uh, of course. Yep, I like it. French fries. I like it. Potato fritters. Uh, what's one of them? It's like a battered mashed potato, isn't it? Oh, I like that. Hash, i.e. bubble and squeak or corned beef hash. I don't like that. Gnocchi. Uh, what's that? It's like a pasta made from potato. No, you don't make pasta out of potatoes, mate. You make pasta out of pasta. Okay, wedges. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like those. Yeah, they're nice. I like them. Potato. You what? Potato. Potato croquette. Croquette? Potato croquette. I don't like them. Ooh, potato salad. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'd rather eat my own legs. Potatoes Jimmy Floyd Hasselback. Uh, you, you've made that one up. No, that is a kind of potato where you slit the exterior of the potato before cooking it several times. Right, who would do that to a potato? Mr. Potato Head. Uh, I like it. Pete Potato off EastEnders. Uh, who's Pete Potato? Uh, he's married to uh, Kathy. Oh, Pete Potato. Yeah, oh, I like that. He's dead, sadly. And we're now at the end of the list. Is that the end of the little list? Did you like the little list? Yeah, it was all right, yeah. Um, I didn't understand uh, quite a few of them, because you've obviously made them up, some of those things. There's no such thing as a potato dolphin, and there's no such thing as a potato duchess. I think those were trick questions. It's just an international view, and I know you're quite an insular isolationist person, so no wonder you didn't understand. I'm not an insular isolationist person. I've been on holiday. Have you? Where have you been? I've been to France. Didn't like that. I've been to Spain. Did not like that. And uh, I've been to... Uh, where's the other place I've been to? I've been somewhere else. I didn't like that either. Okay, you're an international lover boy. Have you got any potato facts or have you just not done any research? I've got some spud facts for you, actually. Yeah, are you ready for these? Hit me with it. The potato was invented in 1588 by Sir Francis Drake. Other British inventions include lanyards, tomato ketchup and Martin Daniels. You missed off uh, bran flakes. Oh, and bran flakes, of course, yeah. So uh, you don't dispute any of those? I dispute all of it, but continue. No, you don't. George III, the famously mad king of England, married a potato in 1815. The potato ruled in the king's place for the next five years. That's history. King Potato? No, Queen Potato. Queen Potato, okay. He married a potato. Good. Here we go. The first vegetable in space was a potato. It wasn't supposed to be in space. It was smuggled into space, stuffed up Buzz Aldrin's arse. Is that true? That's a true fact. Uh, Michael Collins, he didn't have a potato at his bottom, and uh, neither did uh, uh, Louis Armstrong, but Buzz Aldrin definitely did do. You can sort of tell from the expression on his face. Exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, I've got a potato on me ass. Anyway, uh, would you like my next fact? Yep. The potato that killed Brian Harvey replaced him in E17. Potatoes have a long association with popular music. For example, a Swedish potato won the Eurovision Song Contest in 1972 and there was a potato in Bad Manners. What, are you talking about Buster Blood Vessel? Yeah, but he's a, he's a potato, he's a human potato. Like Pete Potato off East like Pete, Yeah, like Pete Potato, but this is Buster Potato. Got you. You see? And my final facts. Are you ready for this? Yep. Professor Stephen Hawking was famously half man, half potato. 
Despite this, he went on to invent gravity as well as being the chairman of Watford Football Club. You've got Elton John confused there with Stephen Hawking. And also, Stephen Hawking doesn't even look like a potato. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, would you like to uh, play my new quiz? Yes, of course. It's called Spud or Dud. You see what I did there? Spud or what? Spud or Dud. Oh, like a, yeah, Dud. Yeah, you see? Right, here we go. Now, the rules of the game are, I will ask you a question, yeah, and you will then answer Spud or Dud. Do you see? Yep. Right, here we go. Question one. A diminutive pianist famous for being a pervert on a beach. Is that Dudley Moore Dud? Dud? Yes, yes. Congratulations. You've got the first one right. Here we go. The King of England between 1901 and 1910. King Edward. And that would make him... A spud. Hey! Question three. What would you get if you crossed a famous Australian kiddie fiddler with a venomous snake? Uh, Rolf Python. No, it's a Harris Viper. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I see what you've done. Harris Piper, you see. See? See what I did there? But you didn't let me say Spud or Dud. Spud or Dud? Spud. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, the accomplice of a sex-mad Suffolk antiques dealer. Sex-mad Suffolk antiques dealer. Oh, is that Lovejoy? It is Lovejoy. So that'll be Tinker. Yes. And he's... Is he a spud? No, he's a dud. He was played by Dudley Sutton. God damn it. Ah, you nearly had a full house there. Final question. Sid's small village in Scotland's Romany Traveller. What? Would you like me to repeat the question? Yes, please. Sid's small village in Scotland's Romany Traveller. Is it something to do with a gypsy? Uh, it could well be. I'm going to say Spud. It's, uh, it is a Spud. Congratulations. The answer was Mr Little's Yet Home Gypsy. You've totally thrown me on that one. That is a potato variety. You see, people think this is two idiots uh, blathering on here. And in fact... It's not. It's educational. Because there's nobody who listens to this had ever heard of this potato until I, I discovered it. What's it called? It's Mr Little's Yet Home Gypsy. Mm. What's your like this week? Your first like? My first like of the week is police interrogation videos. What a strange thing to like. Do you think that's a strange... I don't think that's strange at all. I don't I think, I think uh, watching endless videos of uh, perverts in small rooms being meticulously interviewed by boring people is a very strange thing to like. Well, firstly, they're not all perverts. Some of them are just cold-blooded killers who don't, they don't mess with their particulars at all. Uh, I think you'll find you wrong there. I think they're all perverts. But what's fascinating is the way that the police drive down and ruin their lives and get them to admit stuff that they wouldn't otherwise admit. Yeah, well, uh, such as? Well, I can take you through it if you want. It's, there's all kinds on, of techniques. On, 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 yep. yep, you carry on. Okay, first up, there's minimising. Minimising. Okay, so 
Gok Wan's been murdered at a book signing. Gok Wan? Gok Wan. Gok Wan? Is it Wan or Wan? Gok Wan. Gok Wan. Gok Wan's been murdered at a book signing. Uh, is this by somebody that's got uh, an access all areas lanyard? Could well be, but uh, I suspect it was you. Me? So first things first, I'm not going to say to you, come to the police station, I want to interrogate you, I suspect you, of killing Gok Wan. Right, okay. Well, I can tell you now, I have not killed Gok Wan, and I have an alibi. I haven't even said that yet. Oh, right, okay. All right, you've got an alibi, how do you know? Have I incriminated myself already? I think you have, yeah. Shit! Can we start again? Yep. Hello, officer! Right, uh, would you like to come with me for a chat? Uh, Why not? Are we going to Costa Coffee? No, we'll be going to my place of work. We've got cakes. Oh, oh yes, definitely. And what kind of cakes are they? Uh, Mr Kipling's non-fresh cakes. Oh, I love Mr Kipling's non-fresh cakes. I'm with you, officer. Let's go. Sit yourself down. Okay. Are we in the we're in the police station now? Are we? Yeah, we just uh, stepped in there straight away. Oh, it's nice in here. It is. I've uh, sprayed some air freshener. Do you like it? Yes. Is it oust? It is oust. How did you know that? Well, it's, it's the only air freshener available on the market that uh, doesn't it, that neutralises the odours. Actually, so does Neutrodol. See, we've already moved into the first stage, which is small talk. Ah, right, so we're friends. We're friends. Uh, we're getting on, along like a house on fire. I'm going to ask you, did you happen to see Gok's fashion fix last week? Can I have one of those cakes, please? Yeah, just help yourself. Thanks. Don't have the pink one. Did I see what? Don't have the pink ones, I like them. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm having one of the unpink ones. Did you see Gok's fashion fix last week? Who's he? Gok Wan. Gok Wan, who's he? He's in a Say Yes to the Dress. Uh, no, I've never heard of it, me. You've never seen How to Look Good Naked? No. Nobody looks good naked, mate, apart from um, L the Body McPherson. Okay, you're doing quite good on the small talk. Thank you very much. Okay, now I'm going to level with you. This is still on the minimizer phase. Right. I'm still eating my cake, and I'm enjoying the lovely odour of oust in here. Yeah, okay. So you're telling me you've never heard of Gok Wan, which is weird, because, and I'm going to level with you here, uh, Napoleon. We've got tape of you at Gok Wan's book signing. Uh, That wasn't me. Yeah, I don't suppose you were anything to do with it, but you're happy to talk through a a few things you were up to yesterday? Uh, Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. I've got an alibi. (laughs) Uh, right now we're moving forward from the minimizing phase are you ready are you gonna hit me i'm gonna maximize you right does that mean hitting you me I'm i'm not gonna hit you don't worry don't hit me! For the benefit of the tape, the police officer was about to hit me in the face. I'm not... A, I only the, came here because I wanted some cake. For the benefit of the tape, I'm not about to hit the suspect. He's not Don't a suspect. Don't hit me! Look, we're just having a chat. So I'm now okay. going to ask you the, the presupposition bearing question, okay? Carry on. The PSB. What's that? Well, you find out. So were you All sniffing right. glue before you killed Got Wham? Uh, no, I, I've never sniffed glue in my life. I don't know who Got One is, and I haven't killed Got One. I've got an alibi. Damn it, you've slipped out of my trap there. Ha Okay, another question. Did you look into Gok's eyes when you stabbed him in the kidneys? Uh, I've never heard of Got One, and anyway, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've got an alibi, and I don't know what a kidney is. Okay, you've survived the interrogation process. You are hey! a free man. 
So, so now, even though I've killed Gok Wan, I've got away with it. So you did do it. Shit! You're under arrest. Shit! <laughs> Have you got anything on this? Right, well, uh, yeah, the, the only thing uh, that I've got on this is, uh, well, I've written a little speech, and then I think we'll just go into it, yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's about the police. So, I mean, it is relevant to police interrogation uh, videos. It's not actually about police interrogation videos, but it's related to the police, yeah? So, so it's, it's, it's legitimate. Are you ready? Yeah, it doesn't sound legitimate, but go for it. In honour of the 1981 arrest and subsequent interrogation by South Yorkshire Police of Peter Sutcliffe, it's time to play my new dolphin-based serial killer game, Yorkshire Flipper! So it's a game, not a, not a speech? Yeah, it's a game, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, that was a speech, and now it's followed by a game. Okay. Right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Right, I'm a dolphin, what's been caught up in tuna netting, drowned to death... And then buried in the cellar of a house in Gloucester. Who's killed me? Fred West. Fred John West. Oh, yeah. Yes. See what I did there? Yeah. Here we go. Question number two. I'm an elderly dolphin living in a care home in Manchester. I've been euthanized by an injection of brine into my veins. Who's killed me? Oh. So it's Harold Shipman with a with a dolphin element. Well, is that your answer? Yeah. It's Harold, commercial shipping vessel man. Okay. Here we go. Question number three. I'm a Victorian dolphin prostitute who had its belly ripped out by a mysterious dolphin in a top hat. Who's killed me? Is it Skip Jack the Ripper? No, it's Jack the Flipper. And finally, I'm a famous dolphin TV presenter shot dead on my own doorstep in 1999. Who's killed me? (laughs) Uh, Barry George the Dolphin Oh it's Barry George the Octopus You lose So, Napoleon, tell me what you like. Uh, I like mobility scooters. Mobility scooters. That's an interesting one because I presume you're not yet old enough to own one. Have you ever possessed one? Uh, no, uh, I'm, I'm not old enough to own one, sadly. Uh, I mean, oh, I wish I was. Why is that? Uh, well, because they're mobility scooters. Have you never looked at a mobility scooter and thought, God, I wish I had one of those? Yeah, admittedly, if I've been particularly hungover and stumbling along at yeah. seven a.m. in the morning, and then an old codger's gone by in a mobility scooter, I have considered asking for a backy. Yeah, you've, I bet you've been seething with jealousy, haven't you? It has happened. Yeah. Yeah, I've looked at a a, a severely overweight man in uh, you know with a comb over, a massive red nose, like those big purple elephant legs, uh, a massive distended belly. You know, with a kind of vest, dirty vest stretched over it, and a Hitler moustache, going by on a mobility scooter, and I thought, oh, I wish I was you. Well, I was going to say, apart from the mobility scooter, it's the man in the mirror situation, isn't it, really? The, uh, what, the Michael Jackson? Uh, are we uh, are we going down that dark path? No, I'm just saying it's like looking in a mirror. 
Oh, right, yeah, oh, of course, yeah. I've written a speech about mobility scooters. Would you like to hear it? Of course. <clears throat> now then, oh, to have limited mobility. Us able-bodied people are fools. Look at us using our legs to get about. What is this? The dark ages. I'll tell you what the future is. Driving the wrong way down the M62 on four little wheels pumped up to the eyeballs on type 2 diabetes medication. Not being able to walk? Bring it on! What do you think? That's an optimistic vision of all of our future, I think. Oh, I'd, I'd love it. I can see myself now on the pier at Western Supermare, smashing into people, everybody getting annoyed with me, and me going, I don't care, I'm disabled, you can't get me, stick it up your ass." What's the top speed on a mobility scooter? Uh, I think it's uh, 25 miles an hour. I think you're wrong. Uh, I think I, I, I'm not wrong. Well, are you going to prove me wrong? Well, I think it's 8 miles per hour. Uh, no, it's 25 miles an hour. It, that wasn't a quiz, but I thought you'd have the right answer to that. Imagine Anna. going the wrong way down the M4 at 25 miles an hour, deranged. Imagine that. You could kill someone at 25 miles per hour. Well, yeah, well, so what? So mobility scooters aren't built to kill. Yeah. You're on a mobility scooter. You can do what you like. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but you're right. There's no license required, is there? For one? No, there's no license required. And the mobility scooter is it's it's effectively it's a license to kill. Okay, like so you're essentially 007 when you're on one. Right. Imagine you're a morbidly obese James Bond with type two diabetes on a mobility scooter chasing after Blofeld who's also morbidly obese, and he's on his, his mobility scooter as well. Can you imagine that? It's a beautiful, arresting image. I would watch that James Bond film. James Bond on mobility scooters would be brilliant. Did you know that you can get tandem mobility scooters? I wasn't aware of that. What? So, two seats on a mobility scooter? A two-seater mobility scooter. Imagine that. That's beautiful. So... At some stage in the in the future, hopefully the near future, yeah, I can imagine me and the missus, we're both morbidly obese, we've both got type 2 diabetes, we're at Western Supermare, yeah, driving down the seafront, um, in our mobility scooter at 25 miles an hour, hitting pedestrians with our licence to kill, and it's, to me, that sounds like the best holiday in the entire world ever. I'm disputing 25 miles per hour. I think it's 8 miles per hour, but you can get 25 miles on one charge. 25 miles an hour. That's how fast they go. That's the best thing about mobility scooters. Okay. I actually have a mobility scooter wish list. Okay. Would you like to hear that? Yeah, I'm all ears. These are the five things I want to do when I've got a mobility scooter. Yeah, right. Are you ready? Number one. I want to drive at speed into a group of teenagers and break all of their ankles. Why would you want to do that? Because I'm on a mobility scooter. I can do what I bloody well please. Do you see? Number two. Because I want to cause a 60-car pileup on the A24 just outside Worthing. Okay. You want to be responsible for the death of teenagers and... Like innocent car motorists, drivers. Motorists. Motorists. And I don't care what age they are. Number three, drive the wrong way round the entirety of the M25 whilst befuddled. Befuddled on? Uh, diabetes medication. <laughs> okay. Uh, number four, take part in a low-speed police chase after being caught stealing value mints from off of Asda's. Right. This is all, yeah, this sounds like paradise. 
But can you imagine that police chase? There's me. You're not getting my mints. You're not getting my bloody mints. With a police car going at, uh, what, eight miles an hour behind my... I've suddenly uh, changed to eight miles an hour because it would be quite a high-speed chase, wouldn't it, if I was going at 25 miles an hour? Yeah, it's like the French connection, but with mints. With with stolen mints, and I'm on a mobility scooter being chased by a police car that's going at eight miles an hour. With Can you stop, please? No, you're not getting older, man, Mince. Anyway, number five, and this is my last one, severely injure Michael Aspel. So it's time for your final one. And I'm quite surprised at this one, uh, actually, because uh, I am this man's number one fan. And quite frankly, this should be my pick, but it's not. It's yours. And who is it? Well, you've got to get there first. Uh, Yeah, you got in there early doors with this one. Who is it? As you say, it's a big one. And I'm expecting to hear a klaxon. We are talking Noel Edmonds. Whoa. It's a big one. So, yeah, Noel Edmonds, the titan of television. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't say any further than that. I mean, straight off the bat, I like it. I like him, mate. I like, I love Edmonds. I like him. I love him. I've got a love bordering on obsession. Should we talk through his classic shows and you can tell me whether or not you like them? Uh, yeah, you can do. Yeah, sure. Okay, Top of the Pops. I like it. Well, I like some of it. Yeah. In the light of revelations. Indeed. Okay, you like that, but with caveats. With ca- with with very, very strong caveats. Noel's Saturday Roadshow. Uh, I don't remember that. Well, that happened. <clears throat> did it? Uh, uh, when did this happen? Uh, Have you made this up? No, I haven't made it up. Telly Addicts. I like it. Multicoloured Swap Shop. I liked it, but I, didn't, I preferred Tizwas. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Late Late Breakfast Show. Or is it Tiz Was? It was Tiz Was, wasn't it? Uh, uh, Tiz Was. Okay, Late Late Breakfast Show. I like it. Uh, until something happened. Was it Tiz Was? Or was it Tiz Was? Was it Tiz, tiz Was? Uh, the Late Late Breakfast Show. I like it. Until something happened. Yeah, that the incident. Yeah. Uh, Noel's Christmas Presents. Uh, I like it. No Christmas was complete without uh, Noel's Christmas presents. Uh, in fact, now that it's not on, uh, it's effectively not Christmas in my house. I, I refuse to put a tree up. Really? Yeah. No, no such thing as Christmas in my house anymore, I'm afraid. Noel's house party. Uh, I don't even need to say. I mean, if people don't like now, Nowls? Nowls? Is it Nowls? Tis was Nowls? <laughs> Uh, if people don't like Noel's house party, then there's something seriously wrong with them. I think uh, if you don't like Noel's house party, you should be at the least deported and at the most executed. I don't think anyone could disagree with that. Uh, there's only two more on the list. Uh, Carry on. Cheap, cheap, cheap. cheap. Uh, never saw it. Never heard of that myself. Apparently it was insane. Uh, by this stage in his career, Noel had gone completely gaga and invented an hour-long uh, sitcom stroke uh, game show type thing where he dressed up as Napoleon uh, and 
I think contestants tried to win cans of beans or something. He'd gone gaga by this stage. Gaga. Absolutely gaga. And we missed off a deal or no deal, which I've got to admit, I didn't like. Yeah, what? Did you like deal or no deal? I did like deal or no, no deal. I quite like watching people opening things. That's all it was. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it worked. True. Anyway, uh, uh, let's crack on. Noel Ernest Edmonds, some facts. Go on. He could have been a psychologist. He was offered a place from the University of Surrey, but he went for Radio Luxembourg, thus spawning his illustrious broadcasting career. Uh, I can't argue with that. He had a top 20 hit with brown sauce. No, he didn't. He did. It was a single called I Want to Be a Winner. Well, hold on a minute. You've, you've, you've set up conflicting lies here. You said either the song is called Brown Sauce or it's called I Want to Be a Winner. No, you've just got confused. The outfit, the band, was called Brown Sauce and the song was called I Want to Be a Winner. Oh, was that the one with Keith Chegwin? Chegwin and Philbin. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. I, 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 I take, uh, take back calling you a liar. Carry on. He once drove his Ford GT40 naked at 186 miles per hour. Nobody knows why. I thought you were going to say he drove it into Michael Aspel. He didn't, but that would have been a that would have been awful, wouldn't it? No, it'd be lovely. I'd, I'd like to have seen that. I've got a bit of a a beef with Aspel, to be fair. Carry on. He nearly died in his helicopter in two thousand and one. Poor old Noel. Yeah. Was it being was it being piloted by Mister Blobby at the time? No, but I've got a feeling Smitty might have had something to do with it because he also crashed a copter, didn't he? He did indeed. Yes. Carry on. Noel claims to have invented video conferencing. Um, did he though? Well, I'm not sure, but I'm going to give him the B.O.D. Well, I remember watching one of those spy shows from off of the uh, like 60s or 70s, where we all had sideburns and what have you, and uh, they were definitely doing something like that back then. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they invented it, they just imaginarised it. Oh, that's Imaginarising something is different to inventing something. Well, yeah, because... Uh, for example, let's say in 1984 and Fahrenheit, whatever it is, that number one, uh, they have flat screen TVs. Doesn't mean they invented it. They just came up with the idea, if that makes sense. Well, it does make sense, yes. Okay, uh, final fact. Noel is a former president of the British Horse Society. No, he's not. He is a former president of the British Horse Society. Noel Edmonds on a horse? Ridiculous. He's saying you can't imagine Noel Edmonds on a horse. I cannot imagine Noel Edmonds on a horse. I can imagine Noel Edmonds standing next to a horse. I can imagine Noel Edmonds shouting at a horse. Get off my farm! That kind of thing. Yeah? But I cannot imagine Noel Edmonds on a horse. Well, you need to uh, improve your imagination. Well, hold on a minute. Give me, give me a couple of minutes here. Well, seconds. Uh, shall I, I no, fill? Still, still, still can't do it. You can fill if you like. I'll, 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 go, go on, carry on. Okay, uh, while Napoleon tries to imagine Noel Edmonds on a horse, I'd just like to remind you to uh, like, subscribe, maybe give us a review on iTunes, maybe retweet some of our tweets, share our content, because let's face it, we're not very popular. No, still can't imagine it. God damn it. Would you like to play uh, a game, a Noel Edmonds game? I'd love to, and I'm sure I'm going to win. Right, this is called the Noel Edmonds Meat Base Quiz. You ready? I am. Right, uh, it's a very simple quiz. Uh, you just answer questions. Uh, so, are you ready? It's all based on Noel Edmonds' television career. I'm absolutely ready. 
Right, here we go. Number one, it's not Friday, it's not Sunday, it's the day you've decided to exchange cuts of meat cut perpendicular to the spines of pigs and lambs. What? What is it? Uh, Noel's Saturday Rib Show? No, it's Saturday Swap Chops. You see? Mm, I was close. Question number two, is it the meat of calves... Or isn't it the meat of calves? You decide. Veal or no veal. Number three. It's Christmas and Noel's invited Mr Blobby and Mike Smith round to Crinkly Bottom to celebrate him slaughtering thousands of moorland birds with his bare hands. What is it? Mormon birds? Not Mormon birds. Moorland birds. From off of moors. I thought you meant Mormon, the religion. No, moors. You know what a moor is. Like, like game birds. Mm. Oh, um, Noel's grouse party. Yay! And finally, what's on the box? Fish. That's what. Oh, smelly addicts. Oh, it's telly haddocks. <laughs> okay. You see. I do see. What's your favourite thing about Noel Edmonds? His lovely hair and beard. What about you? uh, Well, I would have said his lustrous beard, obviously. I like his bell-bottom trousers, and uh, I like his tank top, and I like his uh, his shirt with the big uh, spiky collars. Yeah, his big floral shirts. I also like the fact that his middle name is Ernest, because... It's kind of nominative determinism. He is quite an oh, earnest man, isn't he? Spin back. Hang on. What, what was that? Nominative determinism. Nominative? Nominative? What? It's uh, where your name kind of helps dictate your personality. So, for example, you're Napoleon and you have a yeah. Napoleon complex. Uh, I don't know what that means. Okay, let's. we can leave it at that. Uh, well, no, we can't because uh, in, in honour of the fact we're doing uh, Noel Edmonds today, uh, I've decided that we're going to play Tally Addicts. We've already played a game. We're playing another one. How do you like that? It's going to be a long podcast, but let's go for it. Uh, it's not going to be that long. We're only playing one round from Tally Addicts. Okay? Okay. Right, I would now, now like to, you to imagine you're a contestant on Tally Addicts and I'm Noel Edmonds. I can't do his voice. I think he's got quite a nondescript voice, isn't he, Noel Edmonds? Which is strange for a broadcaster. It's got a bit of the home counties in it, but yeah, you can't really detect where he's from. Yeah, nobody in the world, not even Alistair Darling, can do a Noel Edmonds impression. Why would Alistair Darling be able to? Oh, he's an impressionist, isn't he? No. Right, now then. So the game we're playing is the mystery celebrity in a box game. Do you remember that? No, there were no celebrities in boxes on that show. Uh, yes, there was. There was a. It was called the, the round. Was called in the box, and inside the box was a celebrity. You see, was it a coffin-sized box? No, it, it, they didn't have a celebrity in a coffin on Telly Addicts. You, 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 you turned that's macabre Telly Addicts. So it's a card with a name on it, right? If you'll let me finish it, right now, imagine like a grid made up of nine squares. Are you there? Three by three. Three by three, nine squares. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Right. These uh, nine squares are all, all numbered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You see? Yep. Right. And the, these are, the, there are questions attached to each square. If you get the question right, what's behind the square is revealed. You see? 
It's needlessly complicated, isn't it? It's not needless. This is a game in teleaddicts. Okay. Right, so would you like to, to uh, play the uh, questions in order or would you like to pick them at random? Random, please. Random, carry on. Pick a number. Seven. One to nine. Number seven. <clears throat> if you were to examine any of the walls painted by Jacko off of brush strokes under a UV light, what would you see? Uh, vinegar strokes. No, it's crude paintings of Jacko doing women, usually doggy style. Okay, that's that doesn't make any sense. Well, it does. So, you, you, um, unfortunately, well, um, unfortunately, you've not you've not got that right. But it doesn't really work this game if if I don't reveal the thing. Okay. So behind square number seven is a smoking gun. You see? Hang on, I thought it was Jacko paintings of Jacko. No, that was a question. Oh God, I'm so confused. Pick a number. Three. Who shot Jr? Uh, was it Bobby in the shower or something? No, it was a JR from an alternative reality. Ooh. He, sh- he shot himself? Yeah, but it was a JR from an, an alternative reality. You see? I don't see, but continue. So, despite the fact you got that wrong, uh, behind number three is the side of his head. It's a celebrity behind here. This makes no sense. Pick a number. Two. Name the Teletubbies. Uh, Tinky Winky. Poe. La La. Uh, There's only four of them. There's only four of them. Yeah, I can't remember the fourth one. Well, you just, you've, just, you've just named them anyway. You're wrong. It's Dinky Stinky, Wanky and Phil Pancakes. Okay. Uh, and even though you got that wrong, again, uh, uh, we're opening box number two. And behind that is the top of his head. Ooh, have you got it yet? Oh, so once you've opened all of them, it reveals. Yeah, but a you, you're gonna, before you get to that point, you're trying to guess who it is. Right, like catchphrase. Um, you see, is it? Uh, oh, uh, who's that chap off? Um, off uh, butterflies, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Palmer. Is it Jeffrey Palmer? Eh, pick a number. Six. Number six. Why is John Craven not on Country File anymore? Because he goosed Julia Bradbury? Oh, it's because he got cowpat poisoning. Okay. So, uh, again, uh, you didn't get that right, but we're going to reveal it anyway for you. Behind box number six is an ear. You see? (laughs) Have you got it yet? Are you sure it's not Jeffrey Palmer? It's not Jeffrey Palmer. Pick a number. Uh, nine. Number nine. Who got bummed by Emu from off of Rod Hull and Emu backstage at the Pink Windmill in 1984 and ITV hushed it up? Grotbags. Les Dennis. Oh. Oh, now behind box number nine, are you ready for this? Yeah. Microparticles. What's a microparticle? It's a microparticle, mate. I'm pretty sure it's Jeffrey Palmer. It's not Jeffrey Palmer. Pick a number. Uh, what have I not done? Five? Uh, oh, no, yeah, number five. Here we go. What did Del Boy sell for 11 million quid? Ooh. Was it some sort of oh, sundial? Oh, you were nearly there. It was Grandad. <laughs> okay. 
Right, box number five. You ready for this? Yeah. Eyes, nose, and a moustache. It's Peter Sissons. It's not Peter Sissons. Pick a number. What's left? Two? Uh, no, you've done number two. You've got number one. Yeah. Do you want that? Yeah. How big... <laughs> number one. How big is Lovejoy's Willy? <laughs> I can't do that anyway. Question number one. How big is Lovejoy's Willy? We're talking not very big. Oh, you're wrong. It's a nine and a half incher. No wonder Lady Jane wanted nothing to do with it. Christ. So behind box number one, even again, though you got it wrong, it's the side of his head. That's definitely Geoffrey Palmer. It's not. You've gone back to Geoffrey Palmer again. I've told you many times it's not Geoffrey Palmer. Would you like to pick a number, please? What have I got left? Uh, hold on a minute. Let me go through some of the things. Uh, you've got number four. Do you want that? Yeah. If the head judge on the X Factor was an intestinal tract, what would he be? Simon Bowell. Yeah, yeah, you got that right. Hey! So, behind, legitimately for the first time ever, behind uh, box... Oh, I've buggered it, this up. Uh, I've already told you what's behind box number... Oh, no, I haven't. Here we go, number four. Behind box number four is... An ear, you see? That's... No, it's definitely Peter Sissons. It's not Peter Sissons. It's not. Uh, it's not the other one you're saying, Jeffrey Palmer. Do you want your final question? Yes, please. This is going on forever. It's not. How much would you need to pay uh, Paul Ross to wank off a pig on live television? Twenty-five pounds. Nope, ten bob. Now behind number eight, you've got a chin. You've lost the game. Who was it? Barry George. <laughs> <laughs>